Some of you know this, uh, but I spent a few days, my wife and I and some friends, <laughs> spent a few days in Vegas this week. And I had been through the airport in Vegas many times, but I had never been to the city, and quite frankly, the city scared me. Because it's called Sin City, right? And it's full of the flesh. And that scares me. But here's what God showed me. God showed me that when I say yes to him, like really say yes to him, and I walk in the things of the Spirit, the flesh doesn't distract me. Because it's counterfeit. And it doesn't touch the good things that God gives me. I experienced some bucket list things this week. I stood the distance that I normally stand from Stephanie, from one of the most famous country singers to ever live. And you know what? I'm not worshiping Stephanie, but I'd rather stand here than there. And it was good, and I'm grateful. But I was able to enjoy it for what it is because my heart didn't worship it because my heart is being filled by the Lord. Do you hear what I'm saying? And so because of that, I don't have to fear the things of the flesh. Now, it's not that I don't make boundaries, okay? We need boundaries. We need to be accountable. But I don't have to live in fear. And that's what so many people preaching are, are this fear. But I'll tell you what, Jesus didn't walk in fear, Jesus lived among the flesh and yet was perfect because he was full of God. And I want to share this with you. If you will allow God to fill you, and the way that this happens is by you saying yes to your unique purposes and stepping into things that scare you to death because you don't have the power to do it. And that's what Brandon's getting ready to do. And God's going to do some powerful things through Brandon in just a minute because he's saying yes, okay? But it's not just for him, it's for all of you. And many uh, of you have demonstrated that over the last two months. Several of you have stepped up here and shared a word, and it's not just sharing a word, okay? There's all kinds of things. God's calling some of you just to go around and pray for people, to share words, to pray healing into people. God's calling some of you to get up here and, and worship, okay, in front of others instead of back there. I mean, there's all kinds of different things that God is calling you to. I, it's not just one thing, but it's important that you step into it. But here's, here's what I want to share with you that, that God's placing on my heart just before Brandon comes up, and it's this scripture that you see before you, which is Ephesians 6.12, and it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. <laughs> Flip that back to the other screen so they can see all of it, Matt. Okay, when you read that, I don't know what you picture, but maybe you're picturing, maybe you're just not even picturing something because you're, you're, you're reading this heavenly spiritual language and you're like, what does that look like? Well, I want to tell you what this looks like. What this battle looks like is God calls you to step into something and then these thoughts come into your heart and mind that say, you're not good enough. 
because of the things not only have you done in the past, but the things that you're doing right now. I want to share something with you. Almost every person that stepped up here in the last couple months to share, they would speak to me that week before they were getting up. And I want to tell you, the enemy was putting all kinds of junk into their head and mind. They had thoughts that they would not want you to hear. And I'm not going to tell you what they are, okay? But I want you to hear this. That, that's real. You know, some of the, and I was sharing with a, a brother not long ago, we were just talking, and I was sharing how some of the worst thoughts I've ever had are when I'm studying the Word, and it's been right here in this church. I'm serious. You know why that is? Because of this right here. That's what that is. That's the enemy coming at me saying, I don't want you doing this, because in this, there, there's power. Okay, but I want to say thank you to the courageous ones who have stepped up and went forward because did we not see God move over and over again? That was a question. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We saw God move powerfully. And it wasn't because the stinking professional was up here. The professional has nothing on God. And when you say yes to God, there are no limits. But know this, when God is calling you, the enemy is going to come at you and you've got to persevere. If you are waiting until you get your act together, it's not going to happen because mine's still not together. Okay? After all these years, the 17 years of being here and preaching and whatever, I still go through the battle. I still go through the battle, and it's worth it because of what happens when God uses me and uses you. It's just, it's worth it because it's eternal stuff. And so even though it stinks, the battle's not fun. I'm not going to lie to you, but I still keep going back in because it's so good. But for some of you, man, you're, you're, you're wanting to step into it. In Sunday school, we were talking about animals in a zoo, and animals are not meant to be in a zoo. I'm not bad-mouthing the zoo, but that's not what they're made for. They're made for the wild. And it's hard for us to know what's going on in the heart of that animal. But you got to think that that animal who's in the cage, even though it's comfortable, you know, because maybe he's got climate control, maybe he's got meals coming to him, there's got to be a part of him that says, I don't think I was made for this. <laughs> this is not the excitement that I was made for. And many of you have been trained to sit in a church and just watch as the professional does something. It's like you're sitting in the stands and you got a couple people on the court who are out there playing and every now and then you give an amen or a cheer. <laughs> that stinks. That's not what you're meant for. You're meant to come. You're meant to come and to play. And my pledge to you is, is as a spiritual coach... I'm going to be right there with you. And I'm not even going to be on the bench yelling stuff. I'm going to be on the court with you. But what I'm saying is, I'm saying come because you're needed. God's getting ready to do something through Brandon right now that he can't do through me because his story is unique. And what God's going to do through Brandon, I need and you need. But this is just another example. You ready? Use your mic on.
Okay. Can you hear me? There you go. Uh, I really don't know where to start except for this has been going over my head. Uh, I've had one heck of a life. And my story is useless if I do not tell it to somebody. Amen. All it does is cause chaos up inside this crazy brain of mine. And it, I just go bazonkers. So if you want to see a normal church, you're not going to see it today. All right, because this whole week I've been telling the devil to get behind me. Hallelujah. I've been walking towards Goliath, and the whole entire time I've been taunting him. Yeah, he's been freaking me out, and he's been throwing some things. Last night I had some nightmares. I woke up, and yeah, it was it was really wild. But I've had the privilege to experience some things that I don't want to wish on anybody else. I've seen things that I don't want anybody else to see. But it has made me who I am. This right here came out of a notebook called the Second Chance Journal. I wrote this two years ago when I was at my lowest, when I, was, when I felt hatred, like hate. And I mean hate as in I, I would stomp on you just so I didn't have to feel that hate. When I was at my lowest, this family, and I'm like really scared that I would even approach somebody like this. Picked me up. I was a drunk. I was a loser. I had no home. I didn't know where I was going this way or that way. I lived for my addiction. I lived how to get over on somebody. This family picked me up and took me to church. Now in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, who does this? See, I didn't grow up in a church. Yeah, my mom and dad love me, but the thought of a church, yeah, whatever. Even today, I can't speak to my mom about it. She gets off the phone. That's how I can get off the phone with her. I'll be like, hey, guess what? She's like, oh, Brandon, I got to go. Like, there we go. I asked my sister to come today. No. Same thing. But I've had the privilege to walk in my blessing, my dream, my desire. Five, year ago, five years ago when my dad was alive and I started doing carpentry. That's, trust me, I didn't think that's what I was going to be doing for my life. But he looked at me and said, where'd you learn all this? I'm like, oh, no. It's just a hobby. Well, Lord, God showed me as I was going that it is possible. These are the notes that I took in order to get where I'm at today. I actually had to go out and grab my blessing. But that's what God told me. He said, if you want it, you go get it. You fight for it. You can have it. But you've got to feel that you're worthy to have it. See, First of all, I had to know that God had a plan for me. And I had to believe that. And that's what Jeremiah 29 11 says. I have the plans for you. I have plans for you to prosper. Amen. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, yeah, okay. Now remember, I'm at, down here when I'm doing this. But this stuff's clicking in my head. I'm like, all right. I, I seen this people that picked me up and they showed love. I'm going to figure this stuff out. I started looking, I'm like, Hmm. All right, so you have plans for me. You know what? I wanted something more. Something more. I mean, all I had to do is look up. Today, I don't just punch in and punch out. I mean, actually, I'm blessed. I don't have to work an eight-hour day. I don't even know if I win. I worked an eight-hour day. I just go and work. I mean, a lot of times I don't eat lunch. 
It's okay. It's just, it's my blessing. It's my plan. God had a plan for me. He gave it to me. I had to know that God favored me because I felt hated. Like, I didn't love myself. But God favored me that he would give me anything that I wanted. You guys are a blessing to me. You guys are my family. I don't know my family, and that's okay. But he has favored me and gave me you guys. He's gave me this church. I've had the privilege of working on your guys' bathroom, Sandy's porch, everything. He's gave it to me. He showed me this favor. Um, I had to learn how to embrace this desire. You know, as I was sitting there at this low and thinking, yeah, you know, I could be a carpenter. That's kind of what my dad told me. I had to truly embrace it. I had to go after it. Now, as I was learning to embrace this, I went back because at one point, my house burnt down. So all my tools that I was starting to accumulate, they're gone. I didn't have them, but yet I still embraced that desire that I just started picking up and I bought me another hammer. And I don't carry just a little bitty hammer. I carry like 22 ounces. I don't know, it's bigger than I am. Um, he, he delivered me from these storms because I kept embracing it. I kept going after it. I did not stop. Um, I've got to witness people's lives changed by what I do. By me wanting to build and to just go after my dream, I've watched some people's lives change. I get the privilege of working with Trevor sometimes. I love it. You know, we're just two goofy people doing whatever. <laughs> Thank you, too. It's a blessing. But, you know, that's, that's just awesome. Um, one of the things I had to learn how to do is navigate through these nightmares. I get told a lot that I'm not worthy enough. I mean, you know, I didn't go to school to be a carpenter. I didn't get to go to college. I didn't get to learn. Actually, I do have a college degree, but it just happened. But I didn't, you know, I kept being told, you're not worthy of it. You're not worthy of it. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, God keep telling me. He's like, you are worthy, though. He's like, you are. Um, James 1.12 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Today, I have that life. I have a life that I never thought, never seen. It's just there. I have my own apartment. I have money in the bank. I have some tools. I have a work. I have the privilege of flipping a house right now. Really? Like me? Okay, uh, yeah. So deserving? Yeah, I guess so. I'll take that one. Um, one of the things I have to remember, never give up. Yes. Um, I, I actually tried last week, and I was talking to a brother, and he said, I think... I know he didn't call me an idiot, but I sure felt like an idiot. And I had to remember that. Don't give up. Persevere. Fight the good fight. Remember, Ephesians 6.11. Put on the armor of God. Because the devil kept telling me, he's like, man, you're still not worthy. You, you, just, you, just, you can't do it. You're not going to overcome your past. Your past has took you down there. You've been on that ground. That is where you belong. And I will stomp you back down. No, ain't happening today. Not happening. I stay persistent. 
every day, my, uh, my persistence is creating a character that I never even thought. Me standing up here, acting like a fool, feels great. I'm okay. <laughs> I finally know who I am. I'm Jesus' son. I'm Brandon Ray Saul. I'm a carpenter. I deserve this. Um, Max and I had to get out. Is don't give birth to an Ishmael. Now, do we know who Ishmael is? Uh, Ishmael was out of something that wasn't supposed to happen yet. You know, it's um, that was me learning patience because I always wanted to take it and just like, well, I'll go. You say, I was ready to go. I'm like, okay, Kirk ain't moving. My turn. I wasn't ready though, but uh, I, don't get in a hurry. You know, before when I was trying to do this stuff, um, I wasn't ready. You know, I was remodeling houses in Carpendale. I was still in my addiction. I still was just looking after me. I don't do that today. Today I just sit back and really things just kind of go normal. I work with a great Christian guy. Uh, he buys the houses, I fix them. The guy I work with, the other carpenter, Christian. I have the ability to do that. I get to hire a brother that's a Christian. I get to listen to worship songs all day long because I sit back and I let it come to me. I'm not in a hurry. Um, this right here probably should have happened a little while ago. Uh, unfortunately, it just happened like last Wednesday. I just looked at Kirk. I said, hey, how do you know when you're supposed to do it or if you want to do it? See, I've always wanted to be doing this ever since I knew that my story was supposed to be told. And the next day, I'm at Kirk's house, and he's like, so you want to do this? Let's do it this way. I'm like, okay. Didn't say so. <laughs> but it's all right, you know. Otherwise, I'd have probably backed down, and it went back in the closet where I found it. Um, I've had to lay down my Isaac. I've had to uh, give up on some things, you know. Um, I gave up on some things that was holding me back from chasing my dream. Some of it is my family. Um, my sister has married a carpenter. He swears that he taught me something. He never taught me nothing, except for how to stay down here. I gave that up. They don't even want to work for me. You know, um, I've given up on my addictions. I'm no longer an alcoholic. Yeah, it's, it's killed me for too long. Uh, Romans 12.1, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. I am blessed to do what I do today. I am truly blessed. Um, having the greatest strength comes from the Father who I must lean on. I cannot do this without Him. I remind myself of that daily. And sometimes I struggle and I get aggravated when things just don't fall into pieces. But I have to step back and be like, hold on. Let me lean on you and the right answer will come to my brain. And it does. You know, I mean, sometimes I actually just have to go home. I've done that here before. These things don't go out. I'm going home. And you know, I go home, calm down, and guess what? The thought comes in my head. The answer's there. James, or Jeremiah 17, 17, 7, actually. Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. 
Um, there's a lot of times I want to give up and just go punch in and punch out somewhere. But that's me giving up on the Lord and what He has given me already. That's me laying down my, my heart, my desire that He has given me because He's put this desire that I do today inside here. So if I give up on, on being a carpenter, if I give up on wanting to always stand up here, wanting to go out um, and help other people, then I'm giving up on what he's truly put inside my heart. And we all have that. That little dream that you have inside you, he put that there. The scripture also says he knows what your desires are. So when we start going after that desire, he will give it to us. Still got to be patient. Um, I've had to learn how to walk in his spirit. That one's a little hard. Uh, and that's actually like listening to somebody other than yourself. Um, one of the reasons why I'm up here is Miss Cleta last week looked at me. She's like, when are you going to get up there? Huh? Too tough. I'm like, yeah, no, not at all. And then Trevor said it. Community meditation, Matt. You know, I had to learn how to actually listen to the spirit, talk to me. Um, all through Sunday school today, what I'm saying right now, that's spirit was talking to me, saying it's okay. You can share. Um, 1 Corinthians 1.5 For in him you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. I don't know anything anymore. He does. I open my mouth, it comes out. And that's awesome. So, you know, I got a little wisdom. I mean, I studied scripture for a little bit to know what love is like, but I didn't exactly get to experience it until last year when I actually came in here. Um, Romans 8, 14, I think, says you didn't receive a spirit that makes you slave to fear once again. Instead, you received the Holy Spirit who makes you God's child. See, I'm no longer scared. I just, I, I'm not. I will go stand in front of anybody else and tell them what Jesus did for me. And that's my goal. I did it today. You guys were kind of like my guinea pigs. But we're going to take this to the world. We are God's warriors. This is what we're supposed to do. This is what we're bred to do. This is what is in our desires. All we got to do is stand up and go after it. So sometimes we got to feel like Rocky when he's going up against that Russian. Yeah, he might be big and tall, but guess what, man? You hit him so many times, he will go down. See, life has kicked me so many times that I thought I wasn't ever getting up. But this time I get up. And I'm going to get up tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, and I'm not going to stop coming back after him. Because I am an overcomer. I am a conqueror. Um, allow God to be God. Uh, me, I've always wanted to be God. Let me tell you how my life should work. Let me show you. I'll do it my way, and you just sit right here. I had somebody tell me a story one time that it's like, when you want to go out and, you know, go, I'll use my case, and you want to go to the bar. Jesus comes down. He's like, hey, you want, where are you going? I'm going to the bar. You want me to go with you? No, you just stay right there and wait for me when I get home. Oh, guess what? No, you lead the way. I'll follow you. You know, and I'm, we're not going to the bar, but I will allow, <laughs> I will allow God to be God. Um, you know, I, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful that I actually said yes. Because saying yes today has created a victory in my mind. Yes. You know, we can say victory, victory all day long. But until you go out there and claim it, until you just hit that devil so hard and he makes him shudder, now you got victory. 
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, oh Abba, we are so thankful for your love, thankful for your strength and your peace that you can give us day in and day out, Lord. Lord, help us uh, learn how to let you be who you are and teach us that our heart's desires are good and that you will fulfill them, Lord. Show us the way and lead us in, in that way. For we love you, Lord, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.